Since it's Friday night, and this is actually youth night. See, you thought you were coming to a service, but this is really youth night. <laughs> wow. You know, the Lord put something on my heart last night, and it was on my. I said last night that I was delivered from religion. I was in religion for 38 years in that the church, the mega church of the world, thinking I knew the truth. Now I know the truth. Amen. share something with you. 
Now, I came out of the Baptist church, and I was a youth leader at my church back in Maine. It was a huge church, a gigantic church. And I was one of the, my, you know, what I always say, I was born behind the pulpit of the church because I don't know how many pastors there are in my family. I don't, I have no idea. Cousins and aunts, uncles, aunts, all the whole thing. So I, I'm in religion deep, and it was said last night that when you grow up in religion, for you to understand and realize that there's more to it than that religion. Yes. There's more to it. Yes. And so, I, man, the Lord brought me to the point where I wanted to commit suicide. Now, why if I'm saved, and I've done everything that the church of the world says. Why would I want to commit suicide? Because I was empty on the inside. Right. See, everyone has a void on the inside. And the only thing that can fill that void is the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Okay? Yes, sir. So now, me being a Baptist, and I was a youth leader, and we had a big youth group. And I used to teach them, no, there's no such thing as speaking in other tongues or anything like that, all that stuff that went away with the apostles and all that. Why? Because that's what I was taught, so that's what I was teaching everyone else. But guess what? This doesn't say that. So, here I am. The Lord brings me to the point where I lose everything to get me to hear His voice. Wow. I saw Scripture, and I thought I knew everything about this Bible. Man, I didn't know anything. And I saw Scriptures, and, I, and it was like Acts 2.38. Man, it's funny. You know, I, I look at Acts, and I've had this since I was 19 years old. And I got all kinds of notes in it. Some of these, the notes in here, I kind of laugh. I have to scribble them out because they're from before I got saved, and they were incorrect. So... But anyway, it's in this something, Acts 2.38. I have notes all around. My, my notes in Acts, they start like in Acts chapter 4 or 5. <laughs> Forget the beginning of the book. Didn't know anything about the beginning of the book. Acts 2.38. What does Acts 2.38 say? Say it all together. Amen. That's right. Now that's the gospel. Okay. So now, okay, here I am. Come out of Baptist Church, tell anybody no such thing as speaking other tongues or anything like that. So here, I realize I have to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins. So I did that. I was obedient, and I did that. But. Now it came, I want the Holy Ghost. Now I see that these people are really different and everything. And it's like, and it's like, man, it's got to be something to it. It's got to be real. This has to be real, right? But I couldn't get out of my head all that doubt. Man, all these years, you know, no such thing as speaking in other tongues and all this stuff and everything, you know. Are these people just being phony? Is this all phony? Right? So... To make a long story short, I wanted to share this because something was said last night about a person seeking the Holy Ghost and no one's touching them. 
I got the Holy Ghost, no one was touching me. Yeah. But you see, when, ooh. I want you to know that I spent two months at this altar, not this one, the one up in Watertown, seeking the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. And I would have had a thousand handprints on me from people laying their hands on me from me to get the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And this is what I learned. Nobody can give you That's the right. Holy Ghost. Right. God has to give it to yes. you. That's right. And what he's waiting for is your heart to be right. Yeah. That's what he's waiting for. So this is what I wanted to share. This is the oh, this is it. The bottom line. When I got the Holy Ghost. See, it's I said, and this has got to be real, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you, this is this is what happened. I'm going to show you what happened. I was I was right about here, right about here, and my two boys were beside me. They were ten and eight years old. My oldest son, he's complaining about a stomachache. And he's just bugging me and bugging me and bugging me, right? And it's the beginning of a service. It's a service just like this one. And it's a beginning of service. And a lady... Sister Welchie's behind me. She puts her hand on me. She goes, I just got a hunch. You're going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I said, I hope so. That's exactly the way I said it. So here I am, I'm new. I don't know any of the songs or anything like that. So just like what we were doing, the way we were singing, right? I don't even know the words to the song. So guess what I did? I just started saying, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Guess what happened? Holy Ghost. This voice said, listen to what's coming out of your mouth. And I'm speaking another time. I was running all over the place. I was hugging everybody. You know why? Because it's real. Yes, it is. Getting the Holy Ghost isn't on a schedule. It's when you're ready to get it. I, I have not heard two people get the Holy Ghost the same way. If God gives it to us. So if you're seeking the Holy Ghost, don't try to get the Holy Ghost. Just worship the Lord. When your heart's right, I guarantee you, you're going to get full of the Holy Ghost. And you're going to have a testimony. If you don't have a testimony about when you got filled with the Holy Ghost, you really need to question whether or not you have it. Because if you got the Holy Ghost, believe me, that's when you were born. Yep. Yeah. And you're not going to forget that. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, that's my testimony. Who's next? Yeah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. Man, that was some awesome worship. Yeah. Yeah. You feel God's presence, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's like when you're on your way to his house, it's like, wow, he's right there. He's waiting for you to get into his house. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to share a scripture. Um, in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. You know, um, he's always on the prowl. You know, he doesn't care who you are.
are, what race you are, or, you know, your mindset or your goals. He's, he wants your life, you know. Um, there's a heaven and there's a hell, and it's a battle for your soul. You know, God doesn't wish that any man perish. You know? He wants us. He loves us so much. He died for us on the cross. And, you know, the devil, he, he is, he's nothing, you know. But he knows that, and he knows his time is short, so he's going after everything, you know, all the souls he can get. So I just want to let you guys know. Um, keep on continuing, you know, um, take heed to what the man of God says and uh, continue to walk with God and um, listen to that still small voice because he does speak to each and every one of us. We have that conscience you know, to do right or to do wrong. And, um, I remember the time I was in the world before I was looking for God and um, I was drunk in my stupor. And um, it just all hit me. Uh, Adrian was getting after me, you know. She's like, why are you doing this? You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get sent back to your, with your parents and stuff. And, um, you know, I just had it. And I, I we went to her sister's uh, and we uh, drove in the parking lot. And, I was like, and all I could do was cry and yes. say that I was sorry. Because everything, being uh, drunk, you know, um, not being obedient to my sister when I was living with her. We've had our ups and downs. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's been there for me, no matter what. And uh, um, I can just feel this, at that moment, I can just feel this uh, this love and this peace fall out of me. It was like hot oil, you know. And it's when it was amazing, though. And, and Right then, my lips started going, my jaw started going, I was stammering. And uh, I was thinking about that the other day, and it was like, I feel good, you know? Yeah. I was like, wow, you did. And yeah. after that, I went home, woke up, I was sober. No, actually, at that time, he sobered me right up, yeah. you know? And then I was like, all right, take me home. I don't care if I'm in trouble or not. <laughs> and luckily the door was open. She's always saying, you better be here by a certain time or else I'm locking the door. It was open and I just went to sleep, woke up. I was fine, no hangover or anything. And ever since then, I've, I've, I've been going hard for the job, you know? Right. And I was seeking the Holy Ghost, but little do I, you know, in my mind, I did have it. You know, I just needed to fully go after it. And that was all God. He, 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 he hit me at that moment, you know? And it was like, it's time to you, it's time to, you know, get up and get out of the clay. I'm here for you, I want to do it. I mean, I give him all the praise, glory, and honor. I'm just excited for all that he's doing and what more he's going to do for all of us here tonight. It's no coincidence that we're here. God has a plan for your life. And, uh, Seek me with all your heart and you'll feel you will feel that we will God bless each and every one of you. Amen. 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 Amen.
you know, and things are about to happen, just, just expect it. Yeah. <laughs> even throughout the service, you know, yeah. even during the service, during the preaching of the yeah. word, yeah. you yeah. receive the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I was waiting for somebody else to do it. I'm, I'm up every time. But you know what? I don't care. Because I love the Lord. And I want him to know it. You know, those testimonies are going to lose chains. going to set me free. I'm thankful. Last night, man, that was something else. You know, I've had my experiences with the Lord. But last night was a whole nother level. This big old body felt like it was floating way up there. <laughs> well, I was light as a feather. <laughs> I came to and, man, I looked and I, I had to look over my glasses, but I seen the glory of God in this place again. But this time it was a smoke or a cloud like, and all I could do was feel that love. You know, Amen. because I pray for that every day. Lord, manifest yourself to me, Amen. however it might be. I went home, man, I was tired, but I couldn't sleep because it's like a fire shut up in my bones. Man, I was just laying there. I went to sleep and I had church of all the, I don't never dream ever of all the things. Brother Lee Stone King preached a whole message to me in my sleep. Yeah, he did. I woke up. <laughs> the whole gist of his message was to realize what we have through Christ. The power in the blood, the authority in the name and in the word. If you're defeated, it's because you let the devil beat you. All you got to do is stand up and tell him, get out of here. I woke up, man, and I wanted to scream, but I had my wife sleeping and the kids were sleeping yet because it was early, five in the morning. And I got up and I was like, Hallelujah. I got in the van and I took off for dialysis and I screamed and shouted all the way half hour to Yankton, man. And I don't know how I got there. It was God, obviously, because I was crying, but a, a happy cry. Tears of joy. Because you know what? There was victory in this place last night. And it's going to keep on. And this doesn't have to stop when the brother leaves. It's the same Holy Ghost here as when he isn't here. All we have to do is take that liberty in it. So I'm thankful no, because no. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to see a miracle. Yeah. A mind-blowing miracle. A supernatural experience. So I'm thankful to be here. I, man, this is the best life anybody could ever live. So I'm thankful. I love the Lord. I love all of you. All our newcomers and visitors, come back. I promise you, you won't regret it. Greet you all in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand.
couple of announcements. Or, uh, yeah, one, one major announcement. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning, what time does this top start? 9 o'clock? 10 o'clock. Oh, 10 o'clock. From 10 to noon is the opening house for tops. Everybody's invited to come, so if you want to come, and just be, and just come and just mingle and then find out what tops is all about. Starts at 10. Uh, I know we said we would schedule the, the dinner for 12 o'clock, but realistically, we will probably begin, begin around, probably right around noon. Well, I mean, <laughs> what am I saying? What? I'm glad, I'm glad somebody else is here that knows it. About, about 1 o'clock, I would say. Uh, and, and uh, of course, everybody knows the menu. And if you want to bring a side or if you want to bring a dessert, uh, you're welcome to. And that will start at 1 o'clock. And however long we go uh, tomorrow. And then... Uh, Sunday morning, or Sunday evening, is our last service with Brother Wethy. Uh, we will have our regular schedule Sunday morning. We will have Sunday school class for adults and uh, all the rest of the uh, age levels, all the all the little ones and uh, the adolescents. So that will be Sunday morning. Sunday morning will be regular a regular Sunday school class. But we can still enjoy our time in the Word of God. It's good. It's good. A lot of people never take it upon themselves. Uh, I use that expression a lot. After after I came and, and after I, I, I received truth and I was baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, I became... First of all, I became a child of God, and, uh, and then I became a Bible thumper. You know, and that's probably, uh, to me, that's a miracle, because, uh, and we're all like that, everybody in here, if I ask everybody a question, how much attention do you pay to your Bible. There'd be probably a lot of different answers. And uh, there's a good book that's probably sitting on your shelf or in a box somewhere. And uh, covered with dust. Uh, that has a lot of knowledge. In it. A lot of truth. And, and, and it just, uh, I was thinking about a scripture uh, the Apostle John spoke and when he was when he was coming to the end of, of his uh, on the gospel in the gospel of John, and he testified about Jesus and everything that Jesus did, his ministry, and his 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 ministry, and he said that there is not enough books in the world that can contain everything that Jesus did when he was here. And, and to me, that's not just something that's not um, exaggerating. That's not an over-exaggeration of what Jesus did. There's a lot of things that he did when he was here on earth during that three and a half year period that he ministered here on earth. But a lot of them were never recorded. So can you imagine that? 
Not enough books in the world to contain. Uh, I went to school. I went to college. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I wanted to learn. Uh, as, as they say in some places, I wanted to, to get some book learning. <laughs> and uh, just to try to, I, I guess, in a sense, I wanted to do better for myself. Try to get, get ahead in life. And, and education, I thought, was the answer. But I found out that not that type of education. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and this world is filled with a lot of intellectualists. A lot of people that are smart up here, intelligent up here, but not right here. It makes a difference when you have that right here in your heart. And the thing about it is, uh, we, we brother, brother Dan mentioned about there's a void right here that each and every, every human being has that void. You, you, know, you know why there's a university over here? Does anybody know why there's a university? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not saying against it. That's my alma mater. I'm a yolt. Why, why is there a university? Does anybody know? People are searching. People are searching. They're looking People for something. People are searching. People are trying to acquire knowledge. Some people are even searching for truth. Yes, sir. But the Bible says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I, I did a full circle. I, I received an education, but I found out everything that I learned. If I would have just read my Bible more, I would have found the answer. Come on. Amazing, isn't it? Yes, sir. And, and the, the thing about Jesus Christ, what the Apostle Paul said in the book of Colossians, that he is, he is the substance of all riches and wisdom and knowledge. Through him we receive all that. So there's so many things that we can come to an understanding of. But she, the, th the difference is this. We're carnal creatures. The only thing, you know, the only way that we can ever come to a place of understanding what it is as far as God's truth. And, 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 and Jesus was speaking about uh, uh, that to, the, to uh, Pontius Pilate. And, and, and speaking about the truth, he said, this is the reason why I'm here. This is truth. And you know what Pontius Pilate said? He said, what is truth? And, and when we come to that understanding, what we can wrap our human minds around everything that God has given to us through His Word, we would be more enlightened than if we went to 30 years of college. This world is so filled with so many intellectualists, but here's one thing about these intellectualists. They can't solve the problems that, this, that are in this world. There's only one person I know can solve all the problems in the world. That's the Lord Jesus Jesus! So, it's amazing that we have His Word and we all have equal access to it, each and every one of us. So I encourage you to seek God with all your heart. Brother Dan read that scripture. In Jeremiah 33, 3, 
And you know what? He will do just exactly that. He will do just exactly that. That's an amazing thing, isn't it? Hallelujah. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you in due time. He will exalt you in due time. So that's, you know, I count it a pleasure to be here. And I count it, it's a blessing to be in the, in the church of the living God. Amen. So with that being said, I want to turn the service over to Brother Luke Wethy. It's, a, it's, it's an honor to have him here. And the fellowship is good. The fellowship is amazing. His family and uh, the ministry of the Word is, is really something I, I, I really thank God that we can be able to come together like this and we can open up ourselves to the ministry of the word. Yes. Probably the best thing we could ever do for ourselves. Amen. So brother, why don't you come on up and obey God. Amen. Amen. Testify, you're gonna preach a little while, yeah. and I'm not. Hey, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. That shows that the spirit of the living God yeah. is stirred up inside of you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Back home, we sing a song sometimes that goes. Uh, I'm not gonna sing. I couldn't hold a tune in a bucket, let alone in a whole room full of folks. But it says, "You can't tell it like I can tell it what He's done for me." Yeah. Praise the Lord. Now I can. Tell somebody the testimony that you told me, but you can do it with soul and passion yes. because it's your very, oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. All right. Amen. Amen. What we need to do is uh, put our testimony in a bag, pack it in a suitcase, amen, and take it out into the old yep. world and tell yep. what God yep. has done for us. teaches us that we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. Yes, sir. That's Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. And the words of our testimony. Yes. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Feel the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm just up here just with the old Bible. Those of you who thought I was long-winded last night, there could be good results tonight. Could, just up here. Amen. Amen. All that studying I did today and getting prepared for that complex message. It'll do me good someday, just not today, brother. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I believe in obeying the Lord. Amen. amen. That's, uh, yes, sir. Amen. I, I just want to tell you all, I appreciate the way we've been treated since we've been here. Uh, the response has just been a blessing. I'm telling you, church, when we get together in one mind, in one accord, in one place. Yes, sir. There's not a dead devil big enough in hell that there will be. Yeah. That's right. Amen. To stop the church. That's right. Amen. Don't make no mistakes about it. There's places struggling. Amen. There's places on their last leg. But if they'll get back involved with the church, they'll begin to thrive once again. Hallelujah. I'm not throwing stones. But it's not time to be discouraged, but it's time to be encouraged. 
I know that there was a day when he was nailed to the cross and he was put in the tomb, but he's not a dead God any longer. And he's not a God of the dead, but he's a God of the living. It's time we start living. Time we start living, praise the Lord. Amen. I think so many times we live beneath our means. Amen. Praise the Lord because we get our mind on everything else but Jesus. Hallelujah. But I'm so glad to be in this revival. I was telling a friend that uh, called me earlier and uh, he's going through some things and I said, man, I just wish you could come to South Dakota and be in this revival with us. I said, it's just been awesome. Amen. Amen. And I really feel that way. It's been awesome. Amen. Now, I'm never satisfied. I don't know. I've just never hit that spot yet. And, I, and don't misunderstand me. Every way that God moves, I'm thankful for. Yeah. Amen. Sister Savannah, stand and testify. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She pulled that bandage off and showed me this morning it looked 100% better. Praise God. 100% better. She, she had had uh, blisters. I mean, they had Thank raised you, up. You could see them. They was all over her hands. And she took that off this morning and blisters was down and just a little pink. Wow. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Would you suffer me just to talk for a minute before I start preaching? Go ahead. That'd be okay. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I, uh, you know, a lot of times when I am in revival, especially in places where I don't know people, the Lord really uses me into gifts in my areas. And here it's not happened as much. But I think that's God's doings. I feel like, and I'm just, I'm just going to talk to you and tell, what I, tell you what I feel like. I feel like God's getting this church ready to do mighty things for Him. Amen. Now, might I feel the Holy Ghost? Yes, sir. That's right. You're not normal. You're different. That's right. Amen. 
said it. If you got the Holy Ghost uh, living on the inside of you, uh, then you've got power. Because uh, he said you'd have power after that the Holy Ghost yes. has come upon you. Notice, but I had plenty of notice, and I prayed. And uh, God, what, what, what about South Dakota? What do they need? What's going on? And and uh, I, and, and you know, and so then I like to go to uh, to my church there, and, and I, I mean, I like to pray and say, God, what's the direction of the service? What do you want me to do? And so I'm there, and I'm I'm uh, behind my desk, and I'm praying, and and God spoke to me. He says, uh, uh, "This is not an ordinary." house Hallelujah! just as I started to get excited and get prepared to preach a message for my own church just that quick he spoke to me and said South Dakota oh. my. praise God Take your Holy Ghost. Yeah. 
you need to get out there. And you need to get busy for God. Because this is not an ordinary house. Somebody praise him tonight. Just get drunk and go on. 
I'm telling you, I feel it in the house. I feel that spirit in the house. Amen. But with that being said, I feel that respect. Amen. And if you're not there yet, and if you don't understand it, just pray about it, and God will give you that love toward the man of God in your life. Because the Bible, the Lord has done it for our benefit, but He sent the fivefold ministry for the perfecting of the saints. He's given us everything we did, and He said we couldn't even be saved without a preacher. That's right. So whether you admit it or not, when you stand before God, you don't want a preacher because you can't get in heaven unless you've had one. I wish somebody would dance to a victory dance tonight. This morning, first thing, is that all right? That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he understood what I was doing or not, but he, man, I hit him with a little controversy. And just so you know, we're on the same page. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But after I got done talking to you, I had more angles than I had before. Yeah. Amen. 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 Good. Yeah. Teach us the word. Yes. And uh, I don't know, but I don't mind telling you that I'm. Uh, you know, I'm still young in a lot of areas, and I, I'm constantly seeking more knowledge and wisdom. And I find that I can read the Word, the Holy Ghost can quicken things to me. But when I get a chance to be around a man like this, I'm going to take advantage of That's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you should too. That's right. And you should too. Yeah. There's another elder right here that you can learn a lot from. Too. Yeah. Let's pay his dues. It's been through the fire. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You want to know how to endure to the end? You grab a hold of an elder and don't let him go. Amen. Hallelujah. I know the church uptown is putting all them young bucks out in front of you. Hey man, they're saying all oh, they got more energy and stuff. But I got to tell you, hey man, the elders and the elders, yeah. they've been there through the long haul. Yeah. They've seen it through sick and thin. Yeah. They stood the test of time. Yeah. We're going to get to hell. We're going to do what the elders have done. mistake about it. If there's a spirit in the air that's trying to get you, amen, to come against your elder, amen, trying to sell you a bill of confusion, amen, I can tell you right now, just assume that it comes from hell. Just assume the devil's after you, trying to blow you out, because this is not an ordinary place. God is for everybody in right
one of the most important things we've got to understand and learn is those people that sitting on the pew with you are not your enemy. That's right. Yes, sir. And you're not to treat them as such. Yes, sir. Humans are humans, and when we get out of the Spirit, we're not always going to see eye to eye. That's why it's much better to always stay in the Spirit. Amen. To settle for the spirit of the Lord. 
different emotions when God gets a hold of me. Yep. Sometimes it's that old drunk feeling on new wine. Yep. And that's that's great because you just get lost and, and you're just... I mean, that's one of the best times and yeah. moments with God. Those times stand still. Yes, and right. instead of drunk on something, you're going to wake up with a hangover the next day. Come on. You're drunk on the Spirit of the Lord. Great yeah. yeah. deal. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But sometimes big old crocodile tears roll yeah. down my face. Yeah. When I'm in the presence of the Lord and God's food. Yeah. Sometimes I've had the presence of God hit me and I begin to laugh uncontrollably. And the Bible said that laughter worketh like a dead man. And he says the joy of the Lord is our strength. We've got to embrace the things of God. And I'm glad none of us is on that page here. And, and, and since I'm going to mention it, none of us will be, right? Amen. But, but the, the Word of God teaches us that rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. And I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. And I don't want to get you off of what I'm preaching. But I want to elaborate a little bit on this. Be careful showing up and being comfortable in a rebellious state. Amen. Yes. I'll tell you what I've seen through. Now, God don't just uh, turn people over right away. He give you space to get back on track. But I've seen people that cater to rebellion day in and day out. And the Spirit of God can be moving all around them. And they're sitting on a pew. And they're fucked up like an old toad. teachers and they begin to teach things that, that's against the word of God and they were removed from the post so they said I'll quit coming to Sunday school amen my God they still come to church when they're not down there at the casino chatting over their hand amen that, that they'll win more money I'm telling you rebellion will become witchcraft if you don't get away from it come on Rebellion against what? Usually it don't uh, uh, just just start out taking a scripture and saying, I'm not going to let that you lay how it goes. Well, he said something I didn't like. That's Come right. On. Come yep. on. I don't want to get here 30 minutes early to pray. Come on. It's just not convenient for me. Come on. Let me tell you something. It wasn't convenient for Jesus to be held to the cross, but yet he suffered that I might be saved. Amen. But this isn't an ordinary place. And I want to tell you something. Amen. The reason I even brought up rebellion, because I, I just feel in my spirit that, that a lot of you folks are so far from rebellion that the devil ain't got a chance. But, but as well as we can get our heart and our mind fixed up on rebellion, against the things of God, we can flip that switch to we rebel against everything that Satan has to offer us.
that same assurity, that same confidence, that same made up mind that it takes us to be rebellious against the things of God. We can flip that switch yes. and we can sell out. Yes. That strong, same strong mentality. Only doing it, amen, for Jesus Christ.
And we was at a level of excitement that you didn't want to miss because you knew God was going to fill someone with the Holy Ghost that night. And you didn't want to miss to see who it was that got it. And sometimes it was members that was already there, but sometimes they'd be brand new off the street. And they don't have to be there a week for God to fill them with the Holy Ghost. They don't have to sit for a month or a year. Amen. When a church becomes a church, the Spirit of God is so powerful that the church will ignite Amen. and the coldest sinner that walks in the door. Amen. And you know what? You know what the hell is trying to sell the church? Hell is trying to tell you and I, Amen, that it's everyone else's fault but our own. That's right. Amen. Yes, sir. You and I can never move forward. And we can never become what God wants us to become as long as we're always pointing fingers at somebody else. Yes. It's going to work that way. That's right. It's work that way. Amen. That's why we talk in the, the scriptures about confession. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not your priest and never will be. Amen. But there's a God in heaven. Amen. That you got to come to front with. Come on, somebody. Yeah. you got to go to him and say, God, I've got a bad attitude. I've got things wrong with me that I don't like. And only you can fix it. But I feel that in this place. I feel like people, amen, are wanting a move of God in such a way that they've let differences aside. Amen. And things that come up, they've laid it down.
place. I don't feel like there's only one pulling for victory in this place. But friend, we've got to get to a place in God that if our backs are against the wall and we go into Israel's camp and the Philistines has got them at bay and they're all in their tents, still that big child, there's got to be a David Well, man, you look good for your age. 
Oh, devil, if everything else goes wrong today, I'll look good for my age. That's one man's opinion. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. But you got diversities in lots of ways. There's some babies back there running around. Isn't that wonderful? I love a church full of babies. Man, I like it when they holler out. At least I know they're alive and feeling well. A lot of the time, uh, when the kids are being a little out of line, the really the only one that bothers is the parents because we're thinking, oh, Alex, how could you be that way? Amen. Amen. We've got all age categories in here. Amen. You know, that's, that's like a... That, that's, you remember those old Gatlin guns? And then they, and then they come out with that, that machine gun. And just, well, that's what that's like because you, you have, a, you have a, an age category for everybody out there in the world. You can be a witness. Yes. Yes. You can reach. Yes. we got to get to a place that we're not forsaking God in our youth, but we're running to Him.
young ones. I, I understand all the pressure in the world to, you know, to have the loudest face fashion, to listen to the latest music and, and be all that. But when you begin to blend in with the crowd, you're no different than the crowd. But being like the crowd will not become, because you and I have become a separate people. That's right. Come on. Come on. We've got to be separate. Come on. we got to be changed by the renewing of our mind. Yes. we got to understand hey, brother, that we weren't called to go to yes. hell with the crowd. Yes. We, were, we, were, yes. we were called to be separate and to come out from a wild symbol. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. for this place having some that's not afraid to come out of the crowd and be a separate people and tell somebody about the God that they come to know and his name is Jesus yeah. whatever category you fit in whatever community whatever family whatever high school whatever grade school come on amen that me and Brother Marshall won't be. Amen. Somebody's got to be there standing up for Jesus and representing the mighty God. It just so be, it just so happens that here in Vermillion, South Dakota, that you're the one that God has chosen to do the job. You need to understand He picked you. You're the one God called on. You gotta go forth and be a conqueror and be mighty in God. It's not an ordinary place. even and may even look like a tragedy to somewhere someone else just so we're put in a place that we can represent God amen yes you, you take any you take any uh, company you take any billionaire you take any millionaire you take anybody that's successful in anything that they've done and they've got there through networking yes sir they're out there throwing the best thing out there to see which sticks to the wall. That's a risky business, isn't it? Yes, sir. But you and I, like faith, we've got Jesus Christ. We don't have to throw it see if it sticks against the wall. We just have to be obedient to the Word, and the Word will never fail. The Word does not lie. about this message and I didn't even think I was going to get to preach it. I'm glad he went ahead and let me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. But Amen. This thing became so big and blown up that my mind is not big enough to elaborate on it. Wow. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
couldn't say it right. I knew it wouldn't come out right. But I tried to wrap my mind about what God was trying to use this place for. My, my, come on. These individuals. You sitting on the pew. Yeah. You in this building listening to me preach this message. Yeah. My mind couldn't wrap around. Yes. He was wanting to Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you'll God. never reach him if you sit out on your calling. Yes. You'll never reach him if you stop being a witness. You and I got to be encouraged about God. Somebody said, well, what about signs, wonders, and miracles? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Because, honey, I got news for you. When you're the church, signs, wonders, and miracles follow the church. We are the if it'd be possible, if the Lord would allow me to. Amen. That old spirit that's caused us to slack sometimes. That old spirit, amen, that's, that's talked us into losing confidence in our calling. I'd like to grab that thing by the throat and choke the very life out of it. sacrificial lamb, but he was a he was kind of a forerunner for what was to come. Amen. I mean, you know, you can read the Bible and, and there was miracles in the old Bible. God used some of those prophets to do some some mighty awesome things. Amen. But when Jesus came out and started his ministry, everywhere he went, he healed folks. He cast out devils. He cured diseases. He preached that the kingdom of God was at hand. I don't remember reading where he ever had a downtime. I, I read where he had to sneak away, amen, and go to a de the desert place just to find a place to pray, just to find a little time for his time one-on-one -on -one with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We should never have a downtime either. Amen. Amen. We should never have a downtime. 
We should always be ready at a moment's notice to represent Jesus Christ. God and I don't ever try to force anything I don't misunderstand me I, I love when God moves I love when he moves in mighty ways however he chooses to do I always want to be on board with that and I'm just I just I just love a move of God I there's nothing that upsets me more than, than to go to have a move of God and run into obstacle I just hate that it just yeah. I find myself praying harder I find myself yeah. fasting more I find myself getting in the word because I just always want to be a part of a move of God yeah. but, it, but it kind of hit me I thought well Lord I don't know that I've ever grabbed anyone and prophesied over them this revival. I don't know that I've ever laid hands on no one and they got an instant healing. It just come to me just that quick. He said, I've got people in the congregation that are called to do that. And they need to be encouraged to take that calling and go with it. Don't throw that over your shoulder. Don't you throw that over your shoulder. You owe that to your responsibility to God. You, come on, somebody's feeling it tonight. You take that calling. You pick up that cross. And you go for God. I didn't come to slam you. I come to kick you straight up. You need to get up. You need to get up. And do what you were designed to do. I thank God for all the brother Hancocks. Don't misunderstand me. But son, ma'am, at some point, amen, they're going to go on. Yeah. God's got to raise somebody That's up right. that will stand firm yes. in the will of the Lord. And yes. you got to start practicing what God has called you to do.
Now do you believe? Yes. Now do you believe? Yes. You know, saying it, Hallelujah. saying it over and over again. But you know, the scripture says this. The scripture says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, yes, sir, let every word be established. Yes. And 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 it's the mindset of God. I believe it's the mindset of the Lord. You know, it's it's something. It's a miracle. Obviously a miracle. I never I never ever thought I'd come back here to Vermillion, South Dakota. I had other plans. I had other intentions. But when the Lord began to deal with my wife and I about coming back and only for the for the reason, for the purpose that a work of God could be started here in Vermillion. I was, I was talking to a man of God. Of course, he's our, he's our, he's our friend, he's our colleague. And, and you know, when you, when, you feel, when you feel God speaking to you, and you know it's God, but yet, you know, human nature is always, always like this. We tend, to, we tend to doubt. We tend to lean towards uh, unbelief. And we say, you know, is that really God's will for me? And, and I remember questioning just a little bit in my mind I was thinking well Lord you know is it is it really you is and, and and even saying well there's 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 another church there's another church there and, and and you know what the Lord spoke to me he said but I want my church there Praise God. So, so, you know, without hesitation, once I heard that, and 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 here here comes here comes uh, a conversation with uh, uh, Elder Hancock, and 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 it just seemed like after after I uh, after I heard that, and in my conversation with him, you know, I began to kind of. Uh, expressed to him what I was feeling and he said brother brother Marsha I want you to know the Lord wants you to go because he wants to raise up a church a church there his church and so here I am but it's not just it's not just me it's everybody that's in this house amen You know, I'm a structured person. I'm a structured person. I, I, I need structure in my life. I need to follow something just to make sure I'm, you know, doing what I need to do. I need to. I need to follow that. I just don't. I don't do things on a on a whim. I don't just step out there and if I if I need to make a decision, it takes me it, it takes me a little time to come to that decision. And of course, praying about it, talking to the Lord about it, and then. God, when he begins to give me understanding, then it's up to me to obey his will. And you know, it, it's like that with each and every one of us. 
and I and I came I came with that uh, I came with that purpose in my heart, and and I, and I thought this there's a little uh, I guess you could say there's a little little uh, uh, it's almost like a, a, a business plan or, or uh, it's a projection of certain things that have to happen. Of course, when I talk about that, I'm not talking about you know business. I'm talking about the spiritual things and, and how we were taught that this is what you look for and this is what you pray for and this is what has to be established and you just build on from there and you just keep on adding on and add. and so here I was I had that in front of me and and so we begin and you know it was just a handful of us we begin that but we begin to follow God's will until pretty soon here, here's the witness here comes one soul over here here comes one soul over here. Yes. Here comes one family over here. Here comes one family over there. <clears throat> a witness. A witness. There's nothing myself or anybody in here can do all on our own. And it's up to the Lord to be able to, you know, if it's going to be executed, if it's going to prosper, if it's going to flourish, it's going to be because God's in it. Amen. Now, now, I, now, over the past few years, how many times have I said? Of course, I think sometimes people just get tired of pastor. <laughs> they get tired of pastor. They get tired of them. Mm -hmm, there he goes again. But you know what? I, I didn't. I. You heard it tonight. That's right. You heard it. I was sitting back there, brother. I was just, woo! But, but you know what? I, I think, I think, I think we need to, I think we need to finally come to that realization. Yes, sir. How the God that created this world that we live in. The God that put everything in place. Everything he did in this world is not an accident. I, I don't believe in one bit in the Big Bang Theory. That's a bunch of rubbish. Nothing happened by accident. If that's, if that's, the tr if that's what they believe, then your whole life is an accident. Oh, come on now. Come on. They're telling Woo. Yes, sir. God created everything <laughs> for his own purpose, for his own plan. Yeah. And, and it's up to us to, and, and somehow we fit in there, somehow. By the grace of God, we've all somehow come into that place where, where we've come and we've been, we've come into contact. Why Vermillion, South Dakota? <laughs> because it was his plan. And uh, when, when I when I prayed about this, and, and I and I remember from being here, I said the population of a million is ten thousand. That's without the students. But that's without student population. During the school year, it goes a little higher than that, several thousand higher. And I said the population of Vermillion is ten thousand. I said, Lord. Give me a tenth yes, sir. of that 10,000. How many of you are good at math? 
thousand. A thousand. Come on. You know, uh, I mentioned a while back, I said, all the people that we baptized since we've been here, mm -hmm. if I remember right, uh, the number is 123. 123. There's how many is there tonight? Probably about half of that. But you know what? I believe the Lord's just going to do exactly what He said He was going to do. But, but, but here's the thing. That, that is going to be because all of us are going to do what we need to do for Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you know what you need to do. You know what your calling is. The Scripture says... That you are to, amen, make your calling and election sure. So that's what, that's what should be our objective. That's what should be, you know, what we have. That should be our, what our thinking is, our, our mindset. And the priority we have in our life. Let me tell you something. Uh, there's so much potential with that. There's so much potential. And I don't know about you, but I want to be used. Amen. I yes. want to be used. Yes. I've been, I've been a lot of things in my life. I've, I've worn a lot of hats. And in, in the years I've walked on this, on this planet, you know, I, I, I learned to be a mechanic because my father was a mechanic. I learned to be a... a you know, a, a carpenter in the construction field. And then from there, I went on to be, uh, of course, my interest in counseling. I, I learned to be a counselor and, and, and a lot of different things. But the main thing, I believe that the, the main thing in my life right now, what God called me to do is to be a preacher of the gospel. Amen. And that's what he wants me to focus on. So here's a question I have for you. What's your calling? What's your calling? All of you here. You have a calling. God's calling you to do something. And amen. If we fulfill our calling... If we make our calling and election sure, we're going to see the move of God. Amen. We're going to see a move of God that is going to, you know, it's going to outdo what we've ever done in our lives for ourselves. Praise God. So that's why I'm glad I'm here. That's why I'm back here in Vermillion, South Dakota. That's why I'm back here. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't choose to be here. Let's all stand tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Was that a call for me? After hearing what we've heard tonight, you might say, well, he didn't open his Bible once. You don't need to open your Bible. Not when it's written in here. Amen. That, this is this is the written word right here. The written word, we have this, 
best textbook you could ever have. All of you college students in here, best textbook you could ever have. And, and the written word becomes the spoken word. Yes, sir. And the, then the spoken word becomes the living word. And that's, how, that's the process. It's real. How many of you feel the presence of the Lord? Amen. So, so what, what I am going to ask you to do, I'm not going to bend your arm. I'm not, to go, I'm not going to put a headlock on you. I'm trying to come up here and talk to Jesus. I feel, you know, God doesn't make any mistakes. He doesn't make any mistakes. We're all here for, for a reason. And, and uh, if you want to come up, don't worry about the person next to you. That's right. Make a difference. When we're out there in the world, and yep. I remember when I used to go to the bars and the taverns and all that kind of stuff, I didn't care what people thought about me when I was out there. I just did some foolish things that I'm not proud of. And, and, and praise God. And, and that's the way it is in the house of God. Don't be concerned about, you know, what you're going to do. <laughs> Just come, and, and, and I, I invite you to come. I invite you to come. After you heard what you've heard tonight, how could you not come? Amen. How could you not come? How could you not give God just one moment in your life and, and talk to Him? Just feel after Him. That's what Paul said. If we could just somehow feel after Him. And let him, let him touch you. Let him touch your life tonight. Because we all need, we all need a touch from the Lord tonight. Praise God. So I want to invite you to come. I want you to come up tonight. And we're just going to worship the Lord a little bit here. Stay back here. And I want you to have a talk with Jesus. Praise God. Amen. The altar is open.
Oh, my God.